This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to help support this show. We're also brought to you by our PayPal supporters, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. This episode is also brought to you by Star Wars Gaming Network, starwarsgaming.net, your online resource for Star Wars Battlefront. Pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 113 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello. In this episode, we'll be going over our thoughts on The Last Jedi DLC, Crate, how to play, and much more. Let's get started. The first season for Star Wars Battlefront 2, revolving around The Last Jedi, is here, Sam. It dropped on December 13th, so we're recording it. It is uh, the 19th of December. Indeed. With the DL- with the DLC came Finn and Captain Phasma as the heroes. The Galactic Assault map was Crate, a three-phase game mode revolving around a skirmish on the salt mining planet of Crate. I haven't had too much experience with the uh, Starfighter Assault, though, sadly. Need to, need to play some more of that. But that added Dakar, which it looks... And it's 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 pretty interesting map. Haven't had too much experience with it, so I can't put my final thoughts on it. It also got brought uh, with it an upgrade for Pose X Wing and a new hero ship, uh, Lynstra's something Lynstra's uh, A Wing. What what are your first impressions on uh, the Last Jedi DLC, Sam? I personally enjoy the look of the map crate, but to be honest, it's just the same game mode essentially as the other so it's not like the previous battlefront where when a new season season would come out it would have a new game mode so it's not like mind-blowing the game mode aspect but the map is amazing i love the look of the new AT-ATs as well i like the trench play in the game that's really fun crate as a map so it starts out with the first phase the uh res- the first order the fast order is on the outside wall of a an abandoned rebel post, a rebel outpost. As the First Order, you are trying to make your way to the abandoned rebel outpost while defending your AT-ATs. It, I think it's the AT-M6s, I think that's what they're called. But you need to protect those, and to protect those you need to uh, capture or stop the uh, rebels or the resistance from capturing ion cannons to destroy your ATSTs or AT-ATs. As the resistance, you are trying to capture those ion cannons to destroy those AT-M6s, I believe is what they are called. Yeah, nothing new on the game mode side, but I'm not the biggest fan of the last phase of the game mode where you're trying to destroy the generators. Before we get to that, let's start, let's do our thoughts on the first phase. So the first phase, like I said, very long range, so the uh, we'll get into how to play later on the episode. 
but it's very long range. So there's a lot of sniping going on. You can choose the uh, ski speeder, which is I love, love, love playing as the ski speeder. It is such a a very unique ship. It is very unique ship. It is a speeder, so you're not going to be flying high above the ground. You're skating over the ground, basically. But you have abilities to speed up. You've got like a scan pulse. You've got a overcharge for your for your weapons, and it's just super fun to rack up points with that. Um, on the other side, you have the ATSTs, the first order ATSTs. But it's such a long range match. It's very fun to try and snipe the other teams. It's fun to work your way around the ski speeders as the first order trying to hide from those in any ways you can and the the trench play is super super fun yeah the first phase is very annoying for me just because of the long range gameplay i mean a lot of the galactic assault game modes you know hoth and the jakku even is very centered around the specialist and the sniping aspect and it does get very frustrating I know that you're a specialist main, so... It's not frustrating for me at all. I love the the distance the game, the first phase of the game mode creates with its placement of each side. It gives it a fun, a fun aspect of gameplay, especially as a person who plays specialist a ton. Yes, but I'm more of a close-range kind of player, so that's why I'm not the biggest fan, but I just love the way it feels. And after seeing The Last Jedi here recently I'm excited to go back and play more of Crate and just explore the salt <laughs> the salt is real the whole time I was watching The Last Jedi and we are not going to spoil that we do not want to be those jerks on the internet um, so you're completely safe by listening to this podcast we're not going to spoil it but the whole time I was watching The Last Jedi especially the, the section on Crate the whole time the Crate section I was just I had a whole different layer of realism because I was like, I had a, I could relate to the characters in the movie because I played on that map. So I was like, I know exactly what they're going through. Kind of like, oh, you you definitely need those snipers in that section of the movie. I'm like, I had this ultimate love with this, this elevated level of investment in that scene in Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Yeah. And also making comparisons to the map, you know, it's, it's really accurate. They did a really good job on it making the map. exactly like it is in the movie. Exactly. Yeah, but let's move on to the second phase. So the second phase is more suited to you. It's the close, closer quarter. Closer. Each phase of the game mode gets closer quarter. So the first phase is very far off. The uh, second phase is more of the assault heavy class. And then the third phase is definitely the assault class phase. Yeah. Okay, so as the first order, you are trying to capture a section and... uh, How would you describe it, Sam? You capture So essentially you're just trying to get from point A to point B. You're trying to push the rebels back to their... Yeah, final holding point. You have to capture a point, more um, more in the lines of uh, supremacy. Yeah, so you're just trying to catch this turf in between the main goal. Yeah, so you have to rid the rebels or the resistance fighters around that central point to uh, capture that point. If there are people on there, it would be contested, so you have to clear it out. And then the more people you have on that section of the map, the faster you will claim that objective. And, you know, it's supposed to... You know, be a push and pull 
you know, the Rebels are supposed to have an advantage at Phase 1, supposed to be equal on Phase 2, and then the First Order is supposed to have an advantage on Phase 3, from what I've seen. From what I've seen, the the First Order has to have an advantage on the first phase. Because if you don't have, if the First Order does not have an advantage, you don't get to play the awesome, the awesome second phase. Yeah, but to be honest, it seems like the entire phase all three phases are based on the first order dominating you know if we're looking at a canon point of view it makes sense but as a gameplay aspect you know there should be some balancing like as i was trying to explain the rebels should have the advantage on the first should be neutral on the second phase and you know either or faction should have the advantage i think it should be reversed i think the first order like they have it it should be at the advantage of the first second should be even and then the third should be more rebel it's it's mostly like that it's at the last phase in particular it is it's about 50 50 for me every time that i play the third phase that i think the first order dominates it's because if you push the rebels back to their final point which is actually easy you can just keep them in the room and shoot the pillars from a distance but when I'm on uh, the First Order side, I have a hard time capturing those pylons that you're supposed to destroy, the shield generators. Yeah, it's not about capturing them. You just need to stay back and snipe them the entire time, which is frustrating, especially when there's two villains on the outside camping and waiting for you to come out. Yeah, but still we're on the first phase. I mean, the second phase. It actually seems to go quite fast for me. Yeah. Like, I was. it took me. It took the First Order five minutes to capture all of my points. And it might have been because I was on a lackluster team. But still, I actually think the First Order just has the advantage over every phase. Because when you can't really see out of the giant door because the light's blinding you. So they can just snipe you while you're, you know, handicapped with your vision. You're not supposed to be by the door at all. But you know it's there. But you're not supposed to be by there. It's dumb Especially to, when a, dumb stinking, to be just by the door. a stinking ATSD comes in and just demolishes everything. <laughs> ATSDs. Are the bomb? They are powerful. There was one that got in a trench. I got and started stepping on everything and blowing everything up. I got thirteen thousand score in one life as an ATST. That's that's how you do it. I got the heroes twice. <laughs> and this game, you know, there are star cards that you can equip to take down vehicles. Yeah, but for the most part, you're just using your default weapon to shoot it down, which is isn't very effective. For the second phase in particular, first phase is first and second phases. You need to have the anti-vehicle set up, and I love in Battlefront Two how you can actually change your star cards, so you can change it per phase. So definitely get the anti-vehicle set up for the first and second phases. Yeah, because the ATSTs are a problem. They keep you from using your ion tor- torpedoes or cannons, and they also just keep you from advancing at all what i what i love about the the crate map and the whole game mode and section of galactic assault is how easy it is to get a hero there is no a lot of the times i'm really debating whether or not i should be a hero because sometimes like in certain aspects and certain situations in the game mode you it's not really that great to be a hero especially depending on which ones you have you don't really want to be the uh the lightsaber heroes because you can't get close quarters unless you're in a tunnel because otherwise everyone's just going to go throw bombs at you 
I've had the most success using the blaster heroes and villains. So, Finn, uh, Han Solo, Princess Leia, that kind of those those kind of uh, heroes and villains. Yeah, the first phase you shouldn't really try to get the heroes. Yeah, just save your save your uh, battle points until the second or, f- or third even phase. Use them to buy the speeders. The speeders are free. Oh, they are. Yeah. Are you for real? Yes, the speeders are always free. Dang. Yeah, so if you didn't know, the speeders, the the ski speeders are free. I just didn't want to take a risk. And you, just, you, just, you just need to make sure that you get them because you need to be on it or else they're going to get taken because they're awesome. Yeah, that brings me another thing. There's never a problem in Crate to where I don't have enough points for a hero. At the third phase, literally everyone in the lobby has enough battle points to get a hero. And that's not a problem because a lot of people prefer to be the regular troopers. Yeah. So there is sometimes a problem where someone camps one hero and limits other people from being. So what I do is just stay on the screen and constantly spam X or A if you're on Xbox. That's that's one way to do it, I guess. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, heroes, it's fun. The, the, the ease of play to get the heroes is great, especially as a gameplay. It's it's great. Yeah. So I really I'm really, 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 really enjoying crate. Yeah. I'm kind of missing you know, in the Battlefront two season pass there was way more content per Battlefront two thousand fifteen. I mean yeah, Battlefront two thousand fifteen. There's way more content per DLC, which is but it was paid. This is free. But I'm kind of missing the content because, How? you know, you have Crate, then you have Finn and Phasma. That's about all. I know there is Unlockables and Starfighter Assault, but for me, that's not relevant. Just a little complaint. They are, uh, they've also announced that they're extending the season through January. So whatever that means. So we're definitely going to be getting more content in January. Whatever that means, it could be a new map. It could be a new hero. It could be anything like that. Yeah. Um, even if they just add a smaller game mode map for crate, that's more. Yeah, I that's what I want. I want to play blast on crate. I want to play strike on crate. I want to play the smaller game modes. I want to play heroes versus villains on crate. Yeah, it would be amazing if they had the salt mines as a starfighter kind of blast. Yes, exactly. Starfighter assault on the crate mines would be so much fun. Yeah, I would love to play starfighter assault in the caves of crate yeah and obviously we couldn't have like a giant space galactic battle it should be more of a, along a blast in ships yeah because that would work perfectly side, yeah because you know the, the salt mines are very enclosed yeah, hazardous of, to fly a lot of different obstacles you could use uh yeah i would love to see that yeah because crate is an awesome world yeah, and it instills a childish wonder for the Star Wars universe for me. I think this is a good spot to talk about our sponsor, the Star Wars Gaming Network, StarWarsGaming.net, your resource for Star Wars Battlefront. They have everything you need to know about Star Wars Battlefront. Really, really nice website. It has many sites and forums, place for tournaments and uh, competitive play. It's got news. It's got exclusive content. We've got an interview up there. Um, Star Wars Gaming Network interviewed us about our podcast, kind of the future of Battlefront, and our history with Star Wars games, and kind of our backstory, and why we started our podcast. So definitely check that out. 
Link will be in the description. StarWarsGaming.net, new site, especially if you're missing out, uh, missing Star Wars Gaming Outpost. This is a great, great website. After a short break, we will go into how to play Star Wars Battlefront 2 The Last Jedi DLC, Crate Galactic Assault. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. Okay, so now let's talk about how to play Galactic Salt Crate. Phase one, specialist all the way. Assault, I mean, uh, not assault, uh, heavy does a really good job on uh, crate as well. The shield, you definitely want the shield or uh, the anti-vehicle setup. Because the anti-vehicle setup is perfect. Just place down a uh, your ion turret. And it will start destroying the ski speeders if you're on the first order or the ATSTs and all of that on the resistance. I've also found that officer is decent if you, especially if you have the, you know, squad shield as a card. It really helps for yeah for the resistance at least. Because when you're in the trenches, it becomes a problem with the ATST, so you can do a little bit of cover. And also, the pistols are actually decent snipers. Yeah. Obviously, you're not going to use heavy other than his ion turret because his weapon is completely trash at long range. No. Explosive Ex- sentry. Yeah, explosive sentry is good at a range, especially against ATSTs. I snipe, I got a three kill snipe streak with the heavier explosive sentry. And then for assault, its weapon. At long range isn't very good. It's extremely it's okay. spotty. Yeah, so you definitely, if you're really good at assault and you prefer that class and you haven't tried the other ones, I guess go with it. But the best option right now is the specialist, just because of how a how much of a sniper centric phase that is. Unless you're going to be uh, playing in the trench combat and actually going after the objective, then I would choose heavy or assault. Yeah, because for the most part. I found that the First Order doesn't really go into the trenches. Yeah. They usually stay above ground, so camping in the trenches with heavy isn't the smartest idea for points as well. Yeah. It's decent. If you have the ability to get extra battle points if you get hit, you can definitely rack up some points uh, just standing out in the middle of the, of the, uh, uh, the open area. Also... As soon as you can, on the first order, you need to get the ATST. The ATST is awesome, especially for racking up points. Uh, use as many of your abilities as possible. Uh, the ski speeders run into you and often damage themselves much more than they damage you. So it's not really much of a big deal. So I would try to avoid them as much as possible, but it isn't a huge deal if you get hit. Yeah, and also playing the resistance, use the speeders to uh, cover your troops because yeah. once it use, um, kicks up the dust it's essentially a wall 
to where they can't see you and you can attack the the AT-ATs. And if you're low on health as the ski speeder, get out of there. Get out of the battle. Use your super speed. Just run around in circles as you regain health because you can regain your health as the ski speeder. It's slow, but it's there. And just basically, if you go to a section where there's a bunch of snipers, slow down and kind of circle them and then just just destroy them. On phase two, on the first order, you want to be staying with your ATSTs. They are one of the biggest ways to capture that point the fastest. So definitely use that ability. Uh, the resistance, you want to stay undercover as much as possible. You want to be hiding, hiding under the wreckage of ships. You want to be hiding behind uh, the rocks and all that kind of stuff because they will find you and they will kill you. I've also found that the jump trooper is really good for phase two. Yeah, the jump trooper is. Especially for getting in there, doing damage, trying to keep your point in check, and then just jumping out of there. Especially for getting behind the resistant lines. Because I found it's very spotty. So for the first order, the jump trooper is really good. Also, heavy is good in this phase, just because it's a little more closer quarters. Yeah. But assault is probably going to be your best bet as a class. Just because of the vanguard ability. Assault or heavy is where you need to go for phase two. An officer is just kind of a jack of all trades. You can just insert him anywhere because his pistol is good at any range, essentially. Phase three is where it gets interesting. Phase three is where you want to be using your credits for heroes. It's where you want to be uh, using your your credits or your battle points for uh, reinforcements, that kind of stuff. You want to be pushing the point as much as possible. You need to be staying in the tunnels and trying to whittle down your enemy as they try to capture and destroy your yeah so uh, if you're or whatever they're called if you're the first order try to push the rebels back into their final room because if you have that you you basically win yeah once they get close to that final door it's basically over yeah if you push them behind the door you can keep them there and then attack the pylons from a distance and then if you're the rebels, you want to stay out of that room and into the open as much as possible. So it's all about how your heroes are doing. Because the heroes are make or break in this phase. Yeah. They're either going to push you, and if they come back and camp in that room, it's going to really hurt your gameplay because the villains on the opposite side, they're going to be doing all they can to get in that room. Yeah. As the resistance, you want to be standing your ground, destroying the First Order as much as you can. As the First Order, you need to be pushing the resistance back as much as you can. So that's kind of like a a, a tug of war. So you need to push that point and go in there and do damage to the objective. And then I would say just get out of there as fast as possible. Yeah, as for classes, the assault is really good. The assault, assault's really good. Officers are pretty decent class as well. I see a lot of officers with the uh, turret. Yeah, the officer is actually extremely good. He can just heal, for the resistance at least, he can heal the troops in the front line that are taking a lot of fire. And if you can use your person, your squad shield to block enemy fire to the pylons, that could actually work very well. Yeah, so it's basic, It's a lot of uh, st- strategy for the crate game mode. Um, definitely be pushing that point as much as possible. Heroes, uh, as I said before, you want to be doing the gun. Yeah, even lightsabers don't work in any of these phases. Yeah, lightsabers don't work at all. 
because it isn't really a super close quarters. It's more of like a mid to close quarters, especially since a lot of the, uh, if you're the resistance, the first order, like to bunch, a bunch up with each other. So there's always someone behind you where you can't block the blaster shots. Same for the resistance. Yeah, Finn's really order. good. Finn's really good. Should be. Leia is really good as well. You can place the uh, the squad shield down, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and also, as a resistance, don't neglect the alternative passageways. Yeah. Because a lot of people just focus on the giant door, but there's a lot, there's, I think, two, one on each side that leads to the room. So if your officer places a turret down there and just hold them off. Yeah. So you're going to be pushing those objectives as much as you can. Um, the he- the heroes, you want to be the uh, the blaster heroes. Uh, on the resistance, that would be Finn, Han Solo, Leia, Lando, those heroes. On the Empire, the First Order, it is the uh, is Captain Phasma. Boba Fett's all right. Boba Fett's okay. Third phase, he's pretty good. Second phase, he's... Actually, the second phase, he's really good. Uh, but you want to save the credits until the third phase where you really need that extra push. Let's see. Are there any other blasters? Besides Boba Fett, there's Bosk. Yeah, Bosk is a really good one. Especially with his micro grenades. Yes, exactly. Palpatine is like a... He's weird. Palpatine's can be really good. If you're really good with Palpatine, definitely go Palps. Papa Palps can take a room... He takes a lot of skill to use, though. Yeah, so if you're good with Palpatine, you can capture a lot of points and destroy a lot of rebel scum. I mean, even Darth Maul in this phase is decent just because he can close the gap with his dash. Yeah. But Darth Vader, too slow. He is a tank. He's he's just a big target. He's you don't, definitely you can't better really than Luke on this phase. Surprisingly. Um, so those are kind of our first thoughts on how to play crate on the last jedi dlc season after we play some more of the starfighter assault we'll go in and do some um, starfighter assault how to play so definitely stay tuned for that if you are not subscribed to our podcast definitely consider subscribing we also have a youtube channel youtube.com slash c slash the star wars battlefront podcast or you can search star wars battlefront podcast on youtube will pop up Hoping to do some more uh, stuff on there. We're getting some videos planned out. We're still figuring out video for the podcast right now. We've got an issue where it's kind of taking up too much space on our hard drive. And our computer doesn't like that. So we need to figure out some things there. But once we do, we will start doing a video as well. Uploading hopefully the day after every podcast. So check that out. It's episode 113 of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. I'm thinking in January, we'll go back to daily episodes. We'll try that out once again. What's It's going to be interesting for the, for the Star Wars Battlefront podcast during the holidays because I am off for like five days. So you could be seeing a lot more content from us or I might just be relaxing, getting a lot of research done so we can do daily podcast episodes in January. I think that's what's going to happen. We're still going to stick to weekly episodes. So definitely stay tuned for that. Maybe even two episodes a week. We shall see. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin. I'm Sam Goodwin. This is episode 113 of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. You can listen to our show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at SWB Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. 
getting uh, some of those interview episodes edited. Definitely, turn, they're gonna they're turning out super super nice. I'm get, trying out a new uh, style for the podcast. It is a completely produced episode. So definitely, if you want to hear that first episode, it's gonna be our episode with Norwal Dave covering a lot of the stuff behind the scenes of how we made on the battlefront content that we covered there we have a lot more content to go over so if you would like to check that out you can support us at the five dollar per month tier and get all of the other stuff you can even come on the podcast so if you'd like to come on the podcast or get that exclusive content just check it out patreon.com slash battlefront podcast or paypal most popular way to support us paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep t-y-e-d-y-e-s-h-e-e-p our discord is an awesome place definitely check that out in the description you can leave us a review on itunes definitely would greatly greatly appreciate it we love hearing your feedback we love um, being able to hear new ways that we can improve our podcast and if you do have a way leave us a review on itunes or leave us give us an email Battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. As I said before, our YouTube channel is the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. We've got some big plans coming up. We've got some uh, really cool guests lined up, trying to get some more guests going, and uh, definitely going to be expanding the podcasts even more. Also, 2018 will be a big year for Tadashi Entertainment. I'm researching and in the rough stages of a second podcast working on our website, and improving the Star Wars Battlefront podcast even more. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen will be a big month for Tiny Sheep Entertainment. Researching into another podcast. What's that? Did I say month? Twenty eighteen will be a big month for Tiny Sheep Entertainment. Did I say it again? <laughs> a big month. That was hilarious. A big month. You said it twice. <laughs>